ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what I want to talk about is doom scrolling. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. What is doom scrolling? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> doom scrolling is a term that I came across. I, I, You know what? I think I probably was pretty familiar with it. But once I read the term and read the definition and, and examples of it, uh, then it really kind of hit home. Um, but I came across this article and it described, you know, doom scrolling and how it actually adversely affected us. And the article, um, it describes doom scrolling as uh, basically seeing bad news and reading bad news and being consumed with bad news and then almost seeking more bad news. Um, as many of you do, I have, you know, social media accounts uh, from Facebook to Instagram to the Twitter X uh, and the Tiki of the talk. Um, I'm all over the place. And naturally, when you're on these social media platforms, you're going to see news. You're going to see information. You're going to see uh, stuff, if you will. And a lot of times, the stuff that we see, the stuff that we read, really isn't good for us. It's not good for our mental health. Uh, and I think a lot of this really became prevalent during the pandemic. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Um, I remember distinctly during the pandemic, I want to say it was, yeah, it was, it was probably, it was 2020. End of, it was December 2020 because for my birthday, I went to L.A. And at that particular time, L.A. was like ground zero for uh, the pandemic and COVID. Um, and what I started doing was just kind of getting an idea and feel for L.A. Because I've been to L.A. before plenty of times. But I mean, like, I wanted to know, like, what was going on in L.A. So I started reading the L.A. Times online. And in a in the upper right-hand corner of their webpage, it said COVID deaths or COVID cases. And there was, there was a pie chart and there was another pie chart next to it that said COVID deaths. And I found myself, myself reading and looking at that chart every day that I would go to the LA times. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything that I was doing conscious, but I think what I was doing was I was trying to get myself information because at the time that I went out there, again, L.A. was COVID central. Like, I mean, L.A. was shut down. Like, when I got to my hotel, uh, it was nothing. My hotel had a couple of restaurants in it. Nobody, there was no restaurants open in the hotel. And, like, you could order room service, but that was about it. Like, you know, it was dropping your food off, like, in a spot. You had to go get it. Like, it was it was just different. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Uh, traffic was less. Uh, <laughs> I rode around places and saw things in LA that I probably wouldn't have normally gone. Um, went to a couple of hoods that I probably shouldn't have been in, riding through, not stopping. But nonetheless, I just, I, I wanted to kind of get a feel for what, where I was going. And so I did my research as far as places to go, stuff to do or whatever. And I, plus I hung out with my boy Jay Fresh who lives out there. And um, But anyway, long story short, I found myself daily looking at those numbers, looking at those numbers. And those numbers were 
astronomical as far as cases reported. Uh, and this was before the vaccine. So, you know, people were checking up out of here with COVID. And so I think one of the things that I learned from that was like, I can go at one point I had to tell myself, you can go to that website without looking in that top right hand corner. Right. And you can do that and get a peace of mind. But I mean, at that particular time during the pandemic, you guys know, I mean, COVID was everywhere. I mean, like it was it was a constant talk about it on the news. And if you weren't careful, you were going to, you know, really over in over indulge in that information. And this is a term. This is what, you know, people call doom scrolling. I mean, doom scrolling is the term comes from doom, which signifies disaster, destruction and end that <laughs> the end is near obviously fear uh and scrolling is what we do on our phones um but like i said it really came to fruition during the pandemic um and i think you know it 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 made me personally realize just how much information i was consuming and where i was getting that information from now i think i'll use twitter twitter x for an example we all use twitter Almost everybody that I know has a Twitter account. And if they don't have a Twitter account, they have a Facebook account. If they don't have a Facebook account, they have an Instagram account. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think ultimately what happens is, is that you have to be mindful of the information that you consume on those particular sites. Now, here's the thing. I've been on Twitter. I was on Twitter like since 2007, maybe 2006. I, I, li- I literally was on Twitter before most people. I was on Twitter. When I got on Twitter, the tweets were so infrequent that I would get text messages anytime somebody sent a tweet because you didn't tweet much. Like you might send one one tweet a day. (laughs) I think at one point I was averaging like seven tweets a week. You know, the tweet, my, my tweet might read hanging out with the fellas at the bar and that's it. And that's the tweet for the day. There's no talking about, you know, this football game or this basketball game or what LeBron did, none of that stuff or what Kobe was doing or anything. It was just that it was just one tweet. So the tweets were so infrequent and Twitter wasn't a place like that. It wasn't a place where you could, I mean, for me, it was a place where I could connect and kind of virtually hang out with people that I knew or people that I didn't know because I was blogging at the time. And it was a space where me and my blogger friends could hang out and talk to, uh, talk to each other in real time. And then what happened was the rest of the world showed up. Y'all showed up <laughs> and made it worse. And then you you find yourself, you know, people would follow you. And then, you know, what you would do, you follow them back. But the flip side in that is that whatever interests the people that you followed automatically became the stuff that you were interested in. Or at least that's the way Twitter, you know, considered it to be. So if I'm following Jay Fresh and Jay Fresh, you know, has his own political ideas and let's say he's, um, no, let's, let's just say he has his own religious ideas and let's say he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God and he's tweeting and retweeting these tweets about God not being real and God being fake and the world is coming to an end or whatever, whatever. Then now all of a sudden, because I follow him, I'm seeing that stuff. And that's not how I feel, you know, about religion, but that's his opinion. And that's now his opinion has become reality because 
he's a part of the the stream that's being fed into my timeline because he's retweeting it now he's not saying hey he's not adding me but because i'm on we're on the same timeline this is information that i'm seeing and so over a period of time and especially with the more people that you followed because i remember one point in time on twitter i said i never wanted to follow more than 100 people because i didn't think i could keep in touch or keep up with more than 100 people and that's that thought process sounds so small at this point but i will say this much i think i probably enjoyed twitter a whole lot more when i had 100 followers as opposed to the I don't know, 18, 1900 followers I have now. Or how many of them follow? I don't even know how many followers I got. It's close to 2,000. Um, but here's the thing. I don't know 2,000 people. I don't. <laughs> and I damn sure don't need to be contacting with uh, or connecting with 2,000 people. But it's just grown over a period of time. There's people that you follow, people that you know, so forth and so on. Um, but more importantly, as the article refers to like how we consume news and how we consume images, the brain processes negative thoughts quicker than anything else. And negative thoughts are intensified in your brain. Studies have shown that. Um, And so in essence, we remember these things more and that could be the gift and the curse to be honest, because that means whatever you consume, it stays with you longer. So, we have to be very mindful about the information that we could, we consume or particularly on our phones because our phones are always on us. We always have our phones in our hands. We're always looking down, reading something, scrolling through something, seeing what's on the TL. And, you know, over a period of time, it just, it really becomes probably more harm than good. And I'll, I'll give you another example. Um, and this is something that we've dealt with in our house. Um, I'm not a big fan of the news, particularly the local news. Um, I'm not a fan of the local news because I personally think that the local news is set up to, you know, they're going to give you the local news, but it's just, it's so, just watch your local news. The first, depending on where you live, the first five stories are just tragic. House house caught on fire, accident, somebody got shot, somebody got murdered. And I mean, if you live in a big, a major city like I do in Atlanta, um, or even in Houston or Dallas or San Francisco or New York or LA, wherever you live, if you live in a major city, you're going to be inundated with that because it's more people, right? But if you go to a smaller place like my hometown of Florence, South Carolina, even that city and that area, the new, the first news that you get, the first 10 minutes of the news is all bad news. Nobody starts off with a good news story. And there's a reason be, for that. But what happens here in my house is that <laughs> my wife, Sharice, and I, we would have serious discussions. It's very serious discussions. Uh, borderline arguments. Not, I won't say arguments, but because she has a point and I have my point. But I'm not into being consumed with that first thing that I get up in the morning I'm not like and I get it she wants to check the traffic and the weather I don't need to see the news for that well I'm a little bit spoiled because too I don't I work from home so I don't have to deal with traffic 
you know, most traffic I have to deal with is if I take the kids to school or something like that. But I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, get in a car and drive across the city like I did once before. Um, but the flip side of that is, you know, she does. So she wants to know what the weather, I don't care about the weather because the weather's going to change. I, again, I can, I can access it from my phone. It's not like I can't get to it. Right. So I don't need the news for that. But like she likes to get the news and the weather. And then, but if you're watching the news first thing in the morning, guess what you're going to see? Uh, we have a shooting at the 400 block of Peterson Street. A uh, man got murdered, blah, 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 blah. And that's constant. And I mean, think about it like this. You wake up at six o'clock in the morning, right? And that's the first thing that you see. That's the first thing that you hear. I don't think that's good. I really don't think that it's good to be consumed with bad or negative information or news first thing in the morning. I just don't. Nobody convinced me. Nobody can convince me otherwise. I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me because you still have it's 6 a.m. And you just heard about a child that died in a fire. Uh, somebody's house they got broken into, somebody that got shot and murdered the night before at a club. And now you you have that on you. You have that weight of that information and you got to take that weight and you got to go out of your, your house. And now you got to go get in your car and you got to drive to work. That's a lot to be on you before it's even 8 a.m. There's no telling what the stresses of the day will bring at work. You know, you get to work and somebody, you know... <laughs> somebody didn't want to refill the coffee machine or something like that or you left some lunch in there and, and somebody stole you ate your lunch I mean like or dealing with the co-worker that's trying to stab you in the back I mean like you can have any number of issues at work and then you add that on top of with the bad news that you got when you woke up I'm just not a fan of it I'm not a fan of it so we had a discussion we've had several discussions I'm not I, 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 I got to the point where I would just turn it off like, I'd rather watch reruns of ESPN. I'd rather watch reruns of The Cosby Show, A Different World, um, The Jefferson, Sanford and Son, whatever. I'd rather get that in the morning as I'm moving around. Because naturally, you're up, getting ready, getting kids ready, you're eating, whatever, whatever, whatever case may be, go to the gym, whatever you're doing, right? Um, but I would much rather do that than to consume that type of information because I, again, I think that stays on you. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, how are you going to get the news? How are you going to know what's happening? There's ways to do that. I mean, you could look it up on your phone later. <laughs> you could get it information later. But I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of being consumed with that information early in the morning. And you know what? The number one thing that most of us do, myself included, we roll over. The, the alarm clock goes off. We roll over, hit the button. And then if we if we don't get out of bed, we start doing this. We start scrolling. We start scrolling. I mean, like, it's natural. But I think even then you have to be mindful about some of the stuff that you that you that you view. Like, I've gotten to a point where it, it hadn't happened a lot, but it's happened a couple of times. People that I know have retweeted stuff into the timeline where, you know, a cop murdered somebody, an innocent black man or woman. Um, or somebody got into a fight. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm done with the fight, fight videos. I stopped watching fight videos a long time ago. If you want to send a fight video, don't send it to me. 
Because I, I just don't like seeing people just... Now, if you're in a boxing match, okay, that's different. <laughs> you're trained to somebody who's trained to fight. That's different. But just two girls fighting over some dude in the street? No, I don't want to see that. I don't. And I just keep scrolling. And there's been times where there have been people who have, you know, retweeted deaths into the timeline. I blocked them. When I see something like even before it happens, if I see it look like somebody about to get shot, I stop the video, I go to whoever sent it, and I block them. Because I don't need that type of... Because see, here's the thing, and I, and I tell my kids about this all the time, especially when they started using social media. Once you see something, you can't unsee it. Once it's consumed within you, you can't get rid of it. Once you get news, particularly bad news, you can't push it away. And I think a lot of times bad news is recycled into our phones. It's not, it may not be done purposefully, but it's done nonetheless. And if we're on our phones all day, we're going to be consumed with that. And that's what doom scrolling is about. It's about consuming that. And then there's some people that wake up and they literally (laughs) and figuratively are looking for bad news to read. Who does that? To me, that's insane. Why would I want to wake up and read bad news? And honestly, that puts more stress on your brain than you can ever imagine. Studies have shown that watching, reading distressful news, uh, it affects the levels in your brain. Um, it, it, it can interrupt your sleep. It can keep you from sleeping a good night's rest because you're worried about something happening. I don't worry about a lot of stuff. I'll be honest. I'm probably, <laughs> probably a little too carefree, if you will. But I'm not. I'm not into stuff like that, and I'm not into watching stuff that affects me. And even with my my phone, sometimes if I'm on Facebook or if I'm on Twitter, and I'm scrolling and I start seeing bad news after bad, it, I'm like, all right. And there's something that says in my head, all right, Kyle, shut it off. Put it down. Get out of the app. It's enough. It's enough for the day. And, and I, I've, I'm happy that I've gotten to that point because I think a lot of times, particularly for people who uh, are under a lot of stress, you know, that's, that's very harmful. It's, it's very, it's even more harmful people who are depressed. Now I'm not somebody who's depressed, but I know people who suffer from depression. There may be some of you watching or listening that suffer from depression. If you do, I would, strongly advise you to watch what you consume i mean that's like somebody overweight worrying about their weight and then walking into a buffet you're not doing yourself any service like that you're really not um you gotta protect your mental peace you gotta protect your mental health you have to make sure that you can control the images the news that's being fed into into the box into the brain because if you don't, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, you're not, you're turning yourself loose to the world. And the world has shown you time and time again that it don't care what it feeds you because it's going to keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. And you got to be mindful about the stuff that you take. Again, I'm not someone who uh, is <laughs> is going to take in a whole bunch of bad news. And, and I mean, that's what doom scrolling is about. The article also says doom scrolling affects people differently. 
but studies have observed a link between excessive consumption of bad news and higher rates of depression. Stress and other symptoms are similar to those found with post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, that's real, man. And again, that's a level of stress that is on the brain. Um, Again, I think the media feeds into it. Uh, You know, at the time of this recording, we're coming into, it's going to be election season. Um, I'll say this without even diving into politics, because I don't talk politics on this podcast. Um, I think one of the things you have to be aware of is talking points, right? If you listen to a politician talk, they will give you the skinny, which is the bread on the top, the top piece of bread. And then they'll give you the middle, which are their talking points. And then they'll give you the skinny again, which is another small piece of bread. Now, a lot of times people listen to the skinnies, the top and the bottom of the bread. And they don't really focus on the middle because the middle is just talking points. And the talking points honestly are all the same. No answers, just cliches and slogans. We're going to get tougher on crime and we're going to secure the border. I mean, okay, but tell me how. We're going to bring these jobs back. Okay, how? You can give me all the statistical data that you want. You can tell me how. You you can tell me that crime went down 30% in the city, but how are you going to make it safer? Because see, I... I don't need, I, I, I get beyond the bread. I, I want to get to the middle, right? And I need you to tell me, Mr. Pop, Mr. or Mrs. Politician, I need you to tell me, like, what's the real? And how are you going to do it? I know that it needs to be done. It's just like if, if you go outside of your home and you see trash on the ground, and you say, oh, we need to clean up the trash on the streets. Okay. That's a given. <laughs> how are you going to clean the trash up off the streets? Are you going to come pick it up? Or are you going to send somebody to come pick it up? Are you going to have somebody pick it up every other day? Or are you going to galvanize the community so that we make sure the trash isn't on the streets? Okay. I mean, those are just suggestions, but hey. So even with politics, I, I my only advice to you would just be to get beyond the talking points and get to the how. Because everybody's going to feel, I'm, I'm, I don't care what party you're in or affiliated with, everybody's going to give you something to chew on but you gotta be make you gotta make sure what, what it is you're chewing on but even with the media and particularly with election season coming up it's gonna be constant it's gonna be constant i've talked on this podcast before about being bombarded with political ads at the time of this recording it's january i don't know what it's gonna look like by the time november rolls around <laughs> because if the last election cycle was anything like this one man listen it, it was it was so annoying to the point where you didn't even want to watch TV because I couldn't even sit and watch Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy like I do every night <laughs> because as soon as they go to commercial, it's 10 political ads. And I mean, it's the same story. But, you know, again, that's my only advice as far as the media is concerned as far as, you know, moving forward because this is an election year. But... Ultimately, doom scrolling is very unhealthy for you. Um, there's some ways to combat it. Uh, in conclusion, I would say you definitely need to combat it by uh, knowing how to stay up to date with what's going on in the world without being overwhelmed by what's going on in the world. 
I mean, you can know about the war in Iraq without getting details every single hour about the world in Iraq. You can know what's going on CNN without physically watching CNN <laughs> all day, every day. Um, there's really no magic formula to turning it on and turning it off. You just have to be cognizant about how much of it is that you want to consume. Um, if you feel like you're consuming it a lot, most phones, uh, including the iPhone, for those of you who are in technology like me, <laughs> uh, the I know for, for a fact the iPhone has, um, you can have parameters on your apps. You can have, I can set up an app, like let's say if I got the CNN app, and let's say the CNN app is my go-to every day, I can set up something where I'm only spending 30 minutes on the CNN app a day, 30 minutes, that's it. And so once you, that's a couple of scrolls and then that's it. Or you can spend, you know, 20 minutes on Twitter and you can basically lock your phone like that. Like, and it'll say, okay, you've reached your limit of time on Twitter for today. And it won't let you go back on Twitter. You can do that. Um, you can streamline your, your media and your phones to where you're getting news from certain sites and, and you can streamline the news that you're actually getting. It's strictly up to you. But I think it's something you have to be mindful about. It's, it's, it's no different than being mindful about how much we eat because we might gain too much weight or how much we drink because we don't want to become alcoholics. How much you smoke, you don't want to become a crackhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean it's, <laughs> I didn't mean to <laughs> combine smoke and crack. You, you get what I'm saying. Um, but I think it's, it's really about, you know, being cognizant of it, uh, being aware of it, and being in the mindset of I'm not going to let this stuff consume me because if you think that if, if you don't think that it will, it will, I mean, I'm pro I will promise you. And then you also have to be mindful of a lot of times it's not just CNN. It's not just, you know, Twitter X it's our group chat. Sometimes we all have group chats. I know I'm in several group chats and you know, sometimes the, the, <laughs> the stuff that gets posted in the group chat never makes it to your social media timeline, but you see it. Now me, I'm not, I'm one who's not really big on the gossip and stuff. So shade room and all of those other websites, TMZ, I could take it or leave it. I do have friends who sometimes forward that stuff. I don't watch it. <laughs> I have this thing now with me and it's been like this probably for the better part of the last two years. I don't watch like YouTube videos that aren't like quick if, I mean, if you send me a video that's like more than three minutes, unless it's like a sporting event or something like that, I'm probably not watching. I, I just, I, I can't do it. it. And especially if it's something controversial or something, no, I'm not watching that. I'm not. I'm just not. <laughs> and I don't have to give you a reason. You know, sometimes friends will say, oh man, did you see that video I sent you? No, I ain't see it. Why you didn't see it? Because I didn't watch it. <laughs> and I'm not going to watch it because it's too long and I don't have time. Well, I got time. I just don't have time for that. And that's another thing. You also have to be mindful of how much time you spend, you know, just viewing that stuff. And, and, and again, doom scrolling is something that we can control. It's strictly up to you. But you have to acknowledge that, you know, this is something that's there. And I can either choose to ignore it or I can run to it. And a lot of times people are running to it. And that's not healthy at all. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops every Thursday at midnight from time to time. We drop bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. Uh, make sure that you subscribe on all the socials, Twitter X, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, 12 Kyle and 12 Kyle podcast. And if you feel so inclined, hit us up. Throw us a couple of dollars. <laughs> Cash app, dollar sign, T W E L V E K Y L E. Again, this episode, Doom Scrolling. And again, thank you for checking out this episode of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.